Hi everybody, this is Laurie Handlers and I am thrilled to be back with you on another program of Tantra Cafe, a program for spiritual enlightenment. And I'm your host and I am thrilled to be here. It's one of the best things I do in my life and certainly every week. And today is no exception. Today I am very, very excited about our program. I'm going to be speaking with two guests about the possibility of sticking around on the planet forever. That's right, the possibility of living forever, which is physical immortality. And I don't know how many of you have ever heard about anything like this before. Chances are you haven't, because many people on this planet are not speaking about it. They're speaking about other things. They're speaking about reincarnation and other things. But mostly people aren't talking about what it is to really, really appreciate their bodies so much that they want to stick around forever. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I challenge you to stay with us and to challenge yourself with some new ideas that you probably haven't heard anywhere else before. My guests today are James Stroll and Bernadine. They have been traveling the world for something like 40 years, maybe a little longer talking about physical immortality. They joined together with Charles Brown about 45 years ago. They knew no one had ever been speaking about physical immortality. They felt it, and they rose to the call, and then they traveled around the world telling others about it. So it is my pleasure to have them. I know them personally, by the way, very, very well, and it is my pleasure to have them back on my show. Uh, so hi, Bernie. Hi, Jim. Hi. Hi, Laurie. It's great to be on your show. It's great to have you back, really. Thank you. The last two times I had you on the show, I didn't know you as well. I had just met you. I was really excited about the idea of physical immortality. Now I'm excited about the life of physical immortality in a whole different way. I'm living the life. And I want to ask you some pretty basic questions to start with. And then I really want to talk in the, in the next half of the show, I really want to talk about the physicality of it. You know, first I want to talk a little bit about, with you, about, you know, what does it mean and how does it differ from what people think of as spiritual immortality, stuff like that, things that you're asked often. But then I, I want to get into the real physicalness of it because this is Tantra Cafe and in Tantra everything really is about the body. So a lot of people are listening who want to take their bodies possibly to another level. So that's what I'm counting on. So could you tell me what it means to be physically immortal? Yeah, well, <clears throat> again, Laurie, it is great to be back on your show. You always have a very um, interesting show, and uh, it's great having you in our life here uh, in Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, for our for our listeners who um, probably listening to us here for the first time, we're here in Scottsdale, and we've actually created a community uh, of people here, of like-minded people, who are supporting each other and inspiring each other to live what we call a deathless life, uh, a life without death, and that's what it means to be physically immortal. It's we're actually creating a quality of life uh, that I personally feel has never been before uh, on this planet because we're people that are invested in making it that way. We're not just passing through. Uh, we're here to stay. We're here to be accountable. 
Um, you know, I use the analogy a lot of times. I say, well, look, if you're like a person who just renting a hotel room and, you know, you're just passing through for the night, you're not going to take near as good as that hotel room. You're not going to clean it up as good because you're just passing through. And that's the same thing with a lot of people in this world. They feel like they're just passing through. They're, they're waiting to die, to go on to another life. Uh, for me, uh, even if that were possible, which I don't think it is, I don't, I don't believe there's an afterlife. I don't believe there's a life after death. I believe there's a life we have now uh, that we can make now. Uh, and if we really invest ourselves, and that's what to me physical immortality is about, is investing yourself in creating a life that is just uh, magnificent. That is a life that's beyond what we've ever seen here before uh, because we invest ourselves in doing so. We, we have experienced ourselves personally. For me, the quality that there is uh, in being alive, the quality of my own person and how important it is to uh, be, feel that value of my physical body and not discard it as just some vehicle that, that I have a spirit that's uh, living in that vehicle and the vehicle then conks out and my spirit goes on. I think, the I think the body is the manifestation of, the physical body is the manifestation of spirit, uh, soul, uh, and, and everything that we want to create. I mean, if you have a good life going on, and that's how it was with you, uh, Lori, when we met you, you said, look, I've got a good life going on. I like, what, I like what you guys are saying. There's no reason for me not to continue going on with that life all the time. I love what you're saying. And that's exactly. what if you, Yeah, if you have a good life going on and you really uh, like what you're experiencing, you know, why not keep it going? If you have a life that's not so good, you, this is what I'm saying too, that you can make it good by being accountable, by, being, by ending the split in your own person between spirit and body. That the body and spirit are all one. That we have to. That without the body, there is no energy coming out. If you let yourself die, that's it. You know. So, so some people that seems like maybe wow, really, you know, startling news or kind of hard. It really isn't because what we're saying is, is is that you know by really accepting your flesh and how beautiful it is, how magnificent it is, uh, you then can create anything you want here on earth. But until we realize that. Uh, and I, I, use it to, I use the expression sometimes, close the exits to death, to uh, stop all the superstitions and fantasies that keep us uh, irresponsible about our bodies. And when we become responsible and accountable with ourselves and each other, there's a whole new world we can create. This is what Bernie and I are involved with here in Scottsdale with so many other people. Yeah, that's, now, what, we're, that's what we're doing. And uh, 50 years ago, when we began to... Uh, I call see the light. <laughs> we had to wake up out of a dark, a dark world, and uh, uh, we we began expressing uh, that the physical body doesn't have to die. Uh, that there there are options. We have a choice, and the, there are only two choices: life or death. So we we've chosen to to move according accordingly uh, unto uh, the physicality. Uh, that we experience of the body. And um, so when we began speaking these things 50 years ago, you could, you never heard of longevity even. People didn't even talk about living a longer life or staying here, you know, say 100 years or 120. But it's very slow. It's very slow. But people are beginning to wake up more and more that there is something about this that's that's good. And it's okay. It's okay to live. Now, you, now you don't 
Now, you don't have any proof of this, though. I mean, nobody has ever. I mean, they speak in the Bible of people who are living to 900 years or what have you, but there's no proof at this moment that it that it's possible. No, there's no, there's no real proof. Um, you know, I mean, but for that matter, as you know, there's never been any proof for anything new, you might say, that's ever come forth in a what would be called a tremendous human advancement, whether it was flying, there was never proof there was we could fly until we flew. And right. so, so we're, we feel this. I think every human being, when they really get in touch with it in their own person, feels that there's an innate possibility to live forever. Yeah, I think uh, in reality, people really do want to live. And really, there has to be a, a thinking about this and a talking about it. And, and, and we have to, uh, to stir ourselves uh, because it has not been a reality to live free of death. That is, that is not the reality today. But we're experiencing a new reality. And so we're going with that experiencing and uh, uh, and really more and more uh, even the scientific world is beginning to get in touch with some things uh, that they were never in touch with before uh, so I believe that uh, you know for me <laughs> I guess for something that has never been before we you don't have the proof so right. um, so I'm not I'm not experiencing what I am or talking about uh, staying here or feeling it in my body because it's a proven thing, but it's, it's a desire and it's a feeling and it comes from uh, my gut. It's like the gut experiencing. Mm -hmm. And so uh, for me, I find, I find it's exciting. Um, it's, uh, you know, I've been through many things I've, I've faced, I've come face to face with death in my own person. And, I've experienced depressions in my life where I thought I could never make it out of that uh, darkness. Uh, but because I had did have a feeling and I surrounded myself with people who wanted me to live as much as I needed to live, uh, I was able to come through these things. And I think this is one of the greatest things we can experience in staying alive is to have people around you that feel you so much they want you to live as much as you want to. There's something about it. It 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 strengthens. It strength. We strengthen one another. So um, this is this is your this is what you're talking about when you say that you formed a community, that you formed a community so that people can be around one another to give each other a lift, and a call, and things you know to support each other in health. That's, that's right. right. Well, well, the environment is so important that we put ourselves in. I mean, we're all, in one level or another, products of our environment, uh, whether we like to hear that or not. That's really true. I mean, look, it's taken, you know, thousands of years now uh, to get ourselves in some of the ruts we've got ourselves into because of our environments, our bad environments. People all the time I run into, whether they're doing good or doing bad, all talk about, you know, problems they had in their childhood, issues they had, bad environments. They all talk about some level of abuse. So we're talking about putting ourselves in an environment that is really conducive to thriving. And I think that's what we're a key thing here because I feel the body has the ability to continuously regenerate naturally in the right environment. But when we're not in that environment. See, it's not time that kills us. It's not how long we're here. It's the environment we're in, the toxicity of that environment, uh, whether it be emotional or whether it be physical or whatever. And one quick point here I want to say that as far as 
uh, you know, never having have any proof of immortality. See, the Wright brothers, when they first flew, they flew a very short distance. I'm not sure exactly what it was, 150 feet, 300 feet, 300 feet, very short distance right. the first time. But then after that flight, they started, people started having conversations about it because they did fly even though it was a short distance. Well, already, we're, we're already have people on this planet that are living longer all the time. You know, we're living better and longer. We have people right in our organization that are. So yeah. the talk is starting to begin about longevity. Now, now we need to talk about immortality because if we can live longer to 120 years, for example, which now they're even saying on CNN, uh, Sanjay Kupta is talking about it all the time on CNN, Deepak Chopra, 120 years is going to be easy for us in the next few years. Well, then why not 130 or why not 150? And if there, why not go on and on and on? You make a great, you make a great case. I, we're going to stop from it. We're going to pause here for a moment. Uh, this is Laurie Handlers on Tantra Cafe, and I want to remind you all that you can follow me, Laurie Handlers, on Twitter and Facebook. Today, I am talking with James Stroll and Bernadine about the possibility of living forever. And when we come back, we're going to delve more into it. There's, we, as I understand, even our forefathers, people like Benjamin Franklin, have said that we should be able to conquer that life and death thing. So we're going to be asking, we're going to be asking James and Bernadine about the possibility of this when we come back. Please stay tuned. Have you ever wished for an end to pests in and around your home, around your office? Stop paying for dangerous chemicals that can harm your children, your pets, and your clients. Today in Arizona and Florida, an environmentally responsible pest control company named Ladybug has set up shop to provide natural and organic pest control services. Ladybug can help you stop even the most persistent, nastiest bugs with green, organic products that are friendly to people and pets. In addition, there are franchise opportunities in Arizona, Florida, and throughout the USA. To learn more about Ladybug, Ladybug's home-friendly and earth-smart green pest control services, visit the Ladybug website at ladybugcorp.com or call us at 561-276-7600. Ladybug guarantees you another eco-friendly, pest-free day naturally. Wondering what book you should read to jumpstart your sex life and increase your happiness? Try my book, Sex and Happiness, The Tantric Laws of Intimacy by me, Laurie Handlers. This short, easy-to-read book will make you laugh at yourself, and it may possibly make you cry as you discover my tantric secrets for happiness and how they apply to you. In the book, I begin with the tenth law, make love in the unknown, and then I work you all the way through laws one through nine to teach you how to be in the unknown, fresh, every moment of every day of your life. Sex and happiness puts the innocence and love back into sex and gives Tantra the respect it deserves. It's only $19.99 in paperback and $14.99 ebook. Go to sexandhappiness.com to order your copy of Sex and Happiness by me, Laurie Handlers, the host of Tantra Cafe. If you've just tuned in, you're listening to Tantra Cafe. I'm Laurie Handlers, your host. And my guests today are Jim Stroll and Bernadine. We are talking about the possibility of staying alive forever. And that's exactly what their group, People Unlimited, is about. So we left off before with you talking about people living, Deepak Chopra and Sanjay Gupta talking about people being able to live for 120 
and your your possibility you're seeing the possibility of way longer than that you know of forever so i remember you talking about benjamin franklin once some yes. book you were reading could you tell could you would you mind speaking of that well no not not at all you know there were several of our forefathers that you know actually had conversations you know along the lines of uh, uh, life extension and because uh, Jim Benjamin Franklin as you know yourself was an inventor and uh, he was a man of great thought and contemplation and uh, he actually wrote a, a, a letter one of his letters are in um, uh, a I think it's called the science of immortality uh, that he wrote uh, relating to how we should be able to someday live forever and he was kind of high, uh, um, hypothesizing on how that would look and um, he felt really quite great about it because he said look it's going to solve a lot of our problems and issues that we have uh, today of uh, what's called the uh, limited time that we have to solve problems he said we have all kinds of geniuses and great artists in the world but right when we're facing the time where we really know what life is about then we're having to face death and he himself you know, thought, wow, you know, he loved to have great conversations on, you know, all kinds of the uh, great, you know, ideas he had and inventions and theories, you know, with other uh, fellow cohorts. And and um, he said, just think of the conversations we could have over that period of time and what we could create if we could keep building upon the knowledge that we have now. And so this is the whole thing. One of the big things we're getting at that's so great, because the longer we're here, the better we can get. And even uh, Christian Bernard, the great, you know, South African heart surgeon who did the first uh, heart transplant, he said, you know, we should be able to live forever. But uh, Ashley said, why should we, we should be born old and then grow young? <laughs> because right when, we learn, right when we learn what life is, a, is about, then we have to, you know, face, face death. And, and all this great knowledge we have, you know, it has to either pass, be passed down in the genetics or down to our children. And a lot of it's lost. And you see this all the time. You see, you know, so this it's, is one important, yeah, go ahead. It's perfect what you're saying, I mean, about uh, this whole thing that Christian Bernard said. I mean, it would beg the question, do people in the community, I mean, I may know the answers to this, but I've got to ask you this because people who are hearing this for the first time have to have to get some of these questions answered. It would it would beg the question, do you, do? does everyone in the community get, have transplants? Does everybody in the community have transplants? Do they do they have new hearts? Do they have new eyes? Do they have you know like have we transplanted all kinds of things in the community amongst people in the community? You mean right now? Yeah. Uh, I I don't know of anybody that uh, has actually had uh, actual. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, heart transplant. Uh, no, no, there hasn't been any anybody with us that has had that um, but uh, there have been some outstanding recoveries in our midst uh, oh tell people that are with us um, such as we have one lady who is a fine example uh, she came to be with us 30 years ago and she was in a wheelchair with rheumatoid arthritis and she really had given up on living but she heard about us and she decided hey that sounds good she wanted to find out for sure if this is something that she could actually give herself to and she came and and spent a, a conference time with us which was two weeks and she just uh 
she was smoking, I don't know, several packs of cigarettes a day and she was in a wheelchair and uh, in, in terrible shape. But um, she just uh, got so excited and, and began to feel like she could, she could actually live. And so she, she got to the place where uh, she could uh, walk without the wheelchair anymore and she gave up cigarettes immediately. She started improving her way of life. And I think this is what it's all about. Uh, I believe that that as we go along, uh, I've seen people who come into our midst, their life gets better. The longer they're here, it's a gradual happening, but they begin to get in touch with things of ways that they were destroying themselves. And, and you know, we're getting in touch today with so many things that we were never consciously aware of before. Uh, we're becoming more intelligent. And we've got to be more intelligent if we're going to live free of death. I mean, that's just all there is to it. And we're not living in some dream world here. We're facing real realities. And so, you know, it's not some kind of a belief (laughs) system that you're going to walk in and you're going to live forever. That is not true. And, And so every person has got to get in touch as an individual with what they desire, what they want, and really go for it. And isn't, it, um, isn't it really the um, but it's really the belief system that has to be um, dealt with first, like when somebody new comes and meets you, comes into the community. I mean, isn't the first thing that you're wrestling with their belief, like whatever oh, has been oh, programmed yeah. into them before? Oh, for, right. oh, for sure. People, right. people have been brainwashed to die, you know, and then, you know, like I joked about one of our last events, uh, uh, there were some new people there, and I said, okay, I know you probably think we're trying to brainwash you to be physically immortal, but I said, look, you're brainwashed to die already, so, you know, what, what would you rather be brainwashed in, to live forever or to die? <laughs> so, you know, if I look at it that way, we're, we're, we're trying to brainwash you, we're trying to wash you of your old programming. And and relating to what we were talking about earlier, uh, you know, Laurie, it was such a great question, is about... Uh, what we're doing here with each other as far as whether transplants or what we're really doing. Uh, you know, I'm so glad that the, the scientific community is, is getting more and more advanced, you know, through stem cell research and many others to come up with a lot of great, you know, ways to create organs and, and, and grow organs and many other things. Uh, Ray Kurzweil, Wells book, Fantastic Journey, is talking about nanotechnology, many amazing things. This is why we say live, live long enough to live forever. But what we're really pushing is preventative methods. What we're really pushing is we feel the human body can be kept in such a great condition by eliminating this old death programming and by having people around you that are constantly inspiring you to live. We're pushing preventative ways of of, of keeping your body in such good shape that you don't necessarily ever have to have these transplants, that you may never have to have, you know, uh, a new heart or new eye or whatever. We're really getting in touch with some deep things about really being sharp about how we care for our bodies and not just around food. That's one of the big things, of course. Right. But around the way we think is a big is, is one of the huge uh, assets to keeping your keeping your health. I mean, well, I, you know, I you, hear you. Yeah. And I hear what you're saying there. I, I want I think thinking what you're talking about. I mean, thinking we manifest our thoughts uh, without necessarily um, what do I want to say? Like we don't know. We a lot of people don't sort out what they're thinking. They just have these thoughts, these thoughts, these thoughts, these thoughts. So they don't right. actually they don't actually change their thinking, and so they don't change what they manifest. I think 
what you're mentioning here is a whole different way to manifest uh, exactly life. I do exactly. want to ask you. I mean, I do want to ask you some of the things that you're doing, but I. I but first, I, I. I wanted to really hear some more from you about how do you go about changing somebody's idea of the way they think about this. Uh, the you know really the best thing we can do we feel is to live what we're talking about and and there that is, is a, a a manifestation right there but there are so many things that I was just thinking when Jim was talking a while ago here that really uh, we cannot it's like you, people get lost in every decade. It's like every decade, every 10 years presents a different way that you have to be. Like you're getting older, you have to act older, you have to dress differently, you have to not have as much fun, you have to be more serious about yourself, you have to get, start preparing for death, getting everything in order for death. Uh, and such as buying your burial plot, uh, you know, uh, writing a will, all the things that go along with that. And what we're doing, uh, what I'm doing, I'm preparing myself to live. Uh, I don't say like it's, uh, it's at 60 years. Well, I'm 60 years old or I'm 70 years old. Uh, I'm not the old. I've been here for 70 some years, but I'm not that old thing and and there's just everything every move we make almost has to be turned around we have to switch our way of thinking and our way of feeling about our our bodies and that the body doesn't have to uh become decrepit you know but it takes a lot of of movement that's why it's so good to to be with people that can inspire you not to go that direction because yes. it's in our face all the time every now, you, everywhere we go and every person we talk to it's in our face so it's good to put yourself with people who have a feeling about you and and about themselves first of all that they're not going with the negation that exists in this world there is such huge negation we're all affected. We can all be affected by it. It's stressful. Uh, you know, life is stressful. And the stress itself is enough to kill a person. So we have to have an environment uh, because we're in this world. We're not going to run to some cave somewhere. Who wants to do that? But we are in this world where a lot of stuff goes, a lot of chaos goes on. And so we need to, to have that which is uplifting every moment of our, of our life that lifts us up instead of putting us down. And so this is, I think all of these things affect the body when it comes to really living. So just uh, having a belief system of physical immortality doesn't go very far unless Thank we're you. ready to Thanks take responsibility. Thank you for explaining that. We, we're going we're gonna to take another short break here, but I, I want to come back and ask you some more about that those very specific things when we come back i want to ask you about when you say it takes a movement i don't know if other people know what that means so we're going to talk about movement and the physicality of it if you just tuned in you're listening to tantra cafe and i'm laurie handlers your host i want to remind you that this segment of the show was brought to you by silk a personal lubricant that changes your ph from the inside out Please stay tuned. I'll be right back with my guests, Bernadine and Jim Stroll. Have you ever wanted something really different from a plain old Swedish massage? 
If you want an extraordinary private bodywork session, call Krishna Naidu. Krishna definitely has the touch. He offers yoga fusion therapy, embodiment therapy, individual tantra sessions, and even private yoga classes. I hope this intrigues you. His work is subtle yet tremendously effective, and I know his clients keep coming back for more because I'm one of them. For more information about the sessions and to find a session near you, call Krishna Naidu at 857-891-8090. That's 857-891-8090. Call Krishna Naidu today. Sessions are regularly available in New York, Boston, Washington, D.C., Phoenix, and Scottsdale. I, Laurie Handlers, the host of this show, personally invite you to come with me on a tantric tour of the heart of India on November 21st to December 3rd, 2010. You'll see the Taj Mahal, of course, and visit the fabulous Fadipur Sikri, home of the great Mughal King Akbar. You'll experience the Sacred Lake in Pushkar, and then you'll tour the pink city of Jaipur. Then, at dawn, from a boat on the Ganges in Varanasi, you'll see exquisite Hindu prayer rituals. Then you'll tour Sarnath, where the Buddha gave his first speech after attaining enlightenment. And finally, you'll get to explore the exotic Kama Sutra temples in Kajuraho. All throughout the tour, you'll learn tantric techniques and principles, and I promise you'll feel a tremendous sense of well-being as we delve into these simple yet potent tantric tools. Please note, no previous experience of tantra or yoga is necessary to come on this tour with me. I invite you to join me in this unique experience touring the incredible, incredible country of India. I must warn you, this is not your typical tour, and you are not the typical tourist. For more information about this exciting tantric tour of the heart of India, contact Lori at ButterflyWorkshops.com or write to her at info at ButterflyWorkshops.com. Hi, we're back with Tantra Cafe. I'm Laurie Handlers, your host, and today's show is about physical immortality. I'm speaking with two amazing people, Jim Stroll and Bernadine from People Unlimited. You can find them at People Unlimited Inc. Dot com. That's peopleunlimitedinc.com if you want more information as you hear some pretty radical uh, ideas today about how it's possible to live human life. Bernie, in the last segment you mentioned movement, like you said, uh, well, we're moving in such a way to keep it, to keep ourselves alive no matter how many years you've been here. You want to keep moving in such a way. And when you say that, I mean, what does that mean? Do people exercise differently? Or how how do you mean movement? <laughs> well, <laughs> there, <laughs> there has to be a lot of action and movement. Um, really, yes. Um, I think it's very necessary, of course, to exercise, um, to eat the kind of food. You have to get, every person has to get in touch themselves, uh, whether or not they're feeling well in their body with the food they're eating. They need to, to get in touch with people who can help them in these areas, nutritionists, uh, 
uh, work out, exercise. I, I do it all. I swim. I, I do many things. And um, so that's that's a movement. That's that's action. And all the time. I'm also uh, being affected by the people that are that I surround myself with, and uh, you know, and I'm in the, uh, the the Scottsdale Phoenix community here, so I I come face to face with a lot of people who are not involved with us in, in what we're experiencing, and you know what? It's okay. I have I have some really uh, wonderful conversations with people around town. Um, I like them; they like me. Uh, you know, so that's good. But it's not enough. <laughs> We need we need to be able to have conversations that build one another, that that where we we go to a depth of our own person that we would never go to otherwise, and we would just accept life like it is. And uh, I had something uh, deep inside of me that couldn't accept life just like it is, and so I had to go on a search. I went on a search, and that's a part of a movement, action. I went on a search to find somebody that would feel what I was feeling about uh, the body, uh, physical body, so and how great it is, how wondrous it really is. You mean when you were little, do you mean like you started having feelings about why do people have to die? Did you what, What was the earliest age you could remember thinking about this? Well, I can, I can remember... Um, when I was in grade school, I can remember um, uh, different people had died, and I would think, oh, I don't want my parents to die, you know, and I'd be alone. And uh, I used to think uh, about death. I'd see sick people or, or crippled people or uh, all, of, uh, all of this, and, and I, I would have questions around it. I didn't like that for these people. I didn't want to experience that myself. Uh, I always, I guess I always had a feeling of enjoying living to where when I saw these other things, uh, uh, I didn't, I didn't want that for me. And I really didn't want it for those people. Yeah. And, you know, this movement that we're talking about here um, is uh, very huge because we're talking about a person being willing to change everything that's destroying them. You know, and move into a whole different paradigm of building their bodies and building themselves and the people they're around. That's the atmosphere. That's the environment. Now, most people don't make any type of change. They get set in their ways by in an early age, and they don't make a change unless there's some type of conflict that happens in their life. Maybe a divorce, maybe a heart attack, something like that. That that they go that wakes them up in their nervous system to say, "Wow, if I don't change." If I don't eat different, I'm going to die. Or if I don't change my relationship, ways I'm in relationships, I'm not going to have the same old relationship again. But unfortunately, a lot of times that doesn't last. So what we do is we actually confront people uh, in the very deeply in their bodies, in their nerves, in their nervous system about change. Uh, really look at causing them and stirring them to look at the realities of their life that have keep them in that same old cycle of life and death. And what will take them out of that cycle of life and death into a whole different propelled movement of life, a movement that's propelled by inspiration and stirring and desire to get better all the time. A lot of people say they want to get better. They say they want to start, you know, have a better life. Here, here comes the New Year's now uh, less than a month away and people will make New Year's resolutions and they'll say they'll make big, you know, proclamations about change. And then after the 
you know, for a few weeks into the year or a month into the year, they're back in the same old pattern again because they haven't made a real shift totally in their nervous system. So that's what we're talking about here. Being with people that now you might say, hold your feet to the fire in that change. And that's a great thing. That's that's the playing field we're in. We tell everybody, so, look, here's the playing field. We're going to confront you. We want to be confronted. We're going to talk about we're going to talk about everything that's destroying us and how to create things that aren't destroying us. And it's a really fantastic environment because then we have real change and movement happen. Not, that's not saying everybody makes those changes, but the majority of people, or let's put it this way, everybody that's going to stay there and stay involved has to make those changes to really be to, to really be and have the life they really feel. So it sounds like rather than have a heart attack, or rather than you know develop some kind of you know life shattering thing that like a car accident that makes you change and causes you to rethink things we should just invite you to do that <laughs> you you, exactly. come, you confront us so we don't have to have heart attacks we don't have to get into car accidents to rethink life you actually point out to people ways that they're being uh that they're being uh self destructive whether it be in their diet or whether it be in their habits or whether it be in the way they speak to people or what have you so that they don't have to have these radical breakdowns in their life. Is that what you're saying? Exactly. And we do it in a very passionate way. We don't do it in a critical way, but it's very strong too. And yeah, I mean, uh, if you would uh, not, you know, don't want a heart attack, don't want to have some big crisis to make your change in your life, which then doesn't last. You need to, if you're a listener, invite us, invite us to speak to you. <laughs> invite, us, invite us into your hearts because that's what we do. We're very, we're very open. We're very frank about real life. I mean, let's talk about the real things. I mean, you know, do, do you even have a desire to live forever? Do you have a feeling in your body for that? And if not, why not? I mean, what have you experienced in your life that you think you have to die? And why wouldn't you want to live together forever in some great with, with quality we're talking about and some with, with, every, with everything of your heart's desire. So if your answer is no to that, what's in your body that will keep you from feeling that? Well, do you think this is for everybody? I think it is for everybody, but I don't think everybody will accept it. Okay. So I, I mean, think in, your, in uh, your dream of dreams, it would be everybody. Everybody would give up the death urge. They would stop killing each other. There would be no sacred cows. There wouldn't be things that you couldn't talk to somebody about. You'd be able to just easily talk to people about anything, even the things that they normally would hide. Exactly. Right. And we wouldn't have to run from each other in it. We wouldn't have to kill each other. We'd face things together. It's a wonderful world. And that's the world we're living in right now with the people we live it with and want to spread that throughout the world. But yes, my dream of dreams would have everybody accept that feeling for each other, accept, accept that, that this unlimited feeling. That's why we're called People Unlimited. That's uh, that's a good name. <laughs> that's a great name. What do you find? What would what are people's biggest resistance? I mean, I know I've been talking closely to a friend who who's ill, and as you know, I don't want to you know speak specifically about him, but he has said that he just simply doesn't want to change. He just can't change from his um, his what he calls his traditional upbringing. Would you say that's the biggest obstacle or are there other things that you've come across? Because you, clearly you've been at this for a few for a few years here. Well, I think that's 
that is a big obstacle <laughs> definitely if a person doesn't want to change or doesn't feel like they can um yeah definitely that's that's a closed door for them to really live so um that's definitely uh yeah i yeah i i, I, <laughs> I think that uh you know the human being uh in itself is uh very stubborn very um uh, gets very set in its way uh, which most every you know sociologist will talk about or psychologist is the is what they have to deal with is stuck ways in people habit patterns and even if they don't like that that is the way they're living they're stuck in it and they'll, they'll hate it even but they but they it takes you know dynamite to change them you know and their own bodies and I guess that's why we use the dynamite of our uh, inspirational life to sometimes shift people out of that para stuck paradigm but uh, well, yes. you get to the place. You get to the place really in in going this direction with us. <laughs> you get to the place where you don't want to be the same person you've always been. Exactly. You, you, well. you 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 get to, you get to where you really want to change on a constant basis. And changing is not such a horrible thing anymore. It's something you really learn to love. Uh, that you, is you, huh? that is that is so important. That is such an important thing for people to hear that they could actually learn to love change. You know, I um, you I, I know you know that the name of my business is Butterfly Workshops, and I uh, I named it Butterfly Workshops because I I I went to a butterfly expert in in Washington D.C. the Smithsonian, and I asked him if it was possible for caterpillars to not do it, you know, to not become butterflies, and he said no, it's in the DNA. And what it, and I said, good. That's I'm going to name my company after that because I saw it as human beings think they could prevent change. In fact, I think it's an illusion. Like everything's changing all the time. Our whole environment, our whole world, our whole—I mean, all these radical changes that have happened just in the last few decades. So for people to think that they're going to prevent change, don't you think that's such a—it's a fallacy. And you're saying go it, Yeah, it's it's really uh, uh, important to change because, like you said, our whole system, our whole world is changing. I mean, it's changed a lot just in 50 years. Look look at all the changes that have taken place in 50 years' time. My goodness, what's going to happen in the next 50 years? It seems like everything is speeding up, and we as people have to speed up to to, to keep ahead of this process. Well, actually, the creators of of the process, but but I you know in the past we used to hear that the computerized world is going to overtake human beings, you know, and and they'll become robots or robots will will run everything. And uh, I often thought, wow, I don't want that to happen. I don't want it to be that human beings are are uh, are going to become non-existent or they'll they'll not uh, be as intelligent as all of the these these systems are that they've created human beings created these systems yes so they could I mean, really, I a lot. they could I'm really sorry. go with change if they if they would listen to you if some people would if people who have never heard of this radical idea before would actually come and listen to you they could they could get a handle on the change in their lives we're going to we're going to stop here for a moment we're we're I'm talking with James Stroll and Bernadine about the possibility of living forever, a radical idea if you've never heard anything about it before. I invite you to go to their website, www.
peopleunlimitedinc.com to check out more about it and find out how you can find out more. When we come back, I'm going to ask, I'm going to be talking to them a little bit more about the benefits and why really it's so physical. So please stay tuned. Have you tried lubrications during sex only to find out that your partner feels that they feel so artificial or that one of you, either your partner or you, has gotten some kind of an irritation? Well, today I'm talking to Shana Venice, who is the founder of New Zealand Pure, which is a unique product line for sexual wellness. And she's going to be discussing silk with us. Silk is a new and unique lubricant. Shana, tell us a little bit about this vaginal thing that happens or this other kind of thing, genital thing that happens, these irritations and this falseness. What can people do with silk? Well, the beauty of silk is um, it does mimic your own vaginal secretions. So you can put the silk on and he'll never know the difference. And that's the beauty. It is almost similar to you. And what silk does, made with kiwi vine extract, very similar to aloe vera, but different. And what it does is it helps balance the pH of the vagina. So if your vagina is a little bit too acidy, it will bring it more into being more alkaline. If it's too alkaline, it'll add a bit of acid because you need that to kill off bacteria. So it's an antifungal, antibacterial, and a product that will help you balance your own pH. It sounds terrific. People, you can get this product by going to silk, S-Y-L-K-U-S-A.com. That's silkusa.com. Many times on Tantra Cafe, you've heard my guests and me discuss emotional release techniques. Now, you can do emotional release work in the privacy of your own home. In my CD, Shamanic Release in Latihan, I create a very, very safe and sacred space in which you can do the powerful work I'm known for in my Tantra courses. First, I set you up with the proper positioning and breathing, and then I guide you through emotional states to the beat of tribal African rhythms. Try this CD as an easy way to do your personal clearing work on a regular basis and watch your relationships walk free from emotional baggage. You can order my CD at butterflyworkshops.com for only $20. I believe you're worth it. I hope you do. Go to butterflyworkshops.com and get your copy now and walk free from emotional baggage. You're listening to Tantra Cafe. I'm Laurie Handlers, your host. And this segment of the show is brought to you by Tanga Fine Lingerie. That's T-A-N-G-A Fine Lingerie. If you haven't bought a wonderful holiday gift yet for a special someone in your life or even something for yourself, you might want to visit TangaFineLingerie.com. You will find things, amazing things from France and Italy, things that we don't have in the United States when it comes to lingerie. Also, I want to remind you to go to my recommended list at webtalkradio.com, sorry, webtalkradio.net, where you'll find out about my recommended list. For example, hormonenurse.com, you'll find out things about your hormones, which many people need and have no idea about. You can find out from Robin Vogel about flirting with heart. 
You can even find out about Crystal Dawn Morris in her Tantra for Awakening and the International School of Temple Arts. No matter where you are in the world, if you're a sex educator or a Tantra teacher, there's a global connection for you. Go to schooloftemplearts.com. Well, I'm back with Bernadine and Jim Stroll, and today we're talking about physical immortality. And I, I, why is it so physical? Like physical, physical, physical. Why is it so physical when you say, when when we say physical immortality? How is it different from spiritual immortality? Well, in simple terms, we're not talking about um, you know living forever in what we, people would call a spirit body, the spirit that leaves the body and goes on and lives forever. We actually are talking about physical immortality, living forever now in our in the bodies we've got, getting better all the time, uh, never dying. Uh, these sure these our, our bodies will change. We'll take on you know maybe different looks, different ways of you know being, probably different personalities. But we maintain this body we have. This is what's always been discarded. This is what has always been uh, discredited, is our bodies, devaluated. And so this brings about a value of human life that's never been never been before on the face of the earth. And this is what we've got to have. And we were speaking earlier about people changing. You know, what is their incentive to change? You know, why would most people, when they get in their 40s or 50s, want to change all their habits, even if they're bad, if they only think they have another 20, 30 years to live? There's not much incentive. But see, here's what's at stake. Your foreverness is at stake. If there's the possibility, and there is, that you can live forever, then by you not really making changes to live forever, you you are throwing away your foreverness. You are throwing away your body in in the with the illusion, or I'll say it even maybe a, a belief that if you die, you might go on to some other afterlife, which has never been proven. Never, no, you know, even though, you know, people talk about it and they say, you know, oh, it's there, it's there. There is great afterlife. And of course, that's been going on for thousands of years. That's nothing new, you know. And the reason people adopted that idea is to make death more palatable, to make it more acceptable. See, so what is the real incentive to change? Well, people have to wake up. There's a lot at stake. For me, I, I want to change and make my body better, make my thoughts better, make my environment better now because there's a lot at stake. I, there's a lot of years I want to live. I plan to be here a thousand years from now. And, and, and really, even if this whole idea is crazy, it's better to think that way than to think that you have to die someday and completely succumb to that darkness, completely go quietly into the night. Well, I remember when I first met you, I thought to myself, it's got to be better for my body to say to it that it's good, you know, to tell myself, I'm sticking around, I'm going to be here. Let me change and take better care of you. You know, like speaking to my body like it was, you know, me. Like, take better care of myself. All kinds of things. And I That made a profound difference uh, to me in my life. And the other thing that I remember, really one of the first, my first experiences with you was, you came up to me, Jim, and you said, I want to be with you forever. Yeah. And nobody ever said that to me before. I mean, yeah. no love of my life ever said that to me before. No. Nobody. My family didn't say that. My friends didn't say that. It's like we took for granted that we just weren't going to be here. Exactly. Exactly. That's so, yeah, that's so true. So, see, you know, I mean, uh, people, 
uh, age and die, there's nothing beautiful about that, even though we've tried to make it beautiful. But to see people be here longer and get better, you're seeing that, Laurie. We're seeing that in you. We're all seeing it in each other. That's a beautiful thing. That's something to live for. We're seeing changes within all of us and people getting more beautiful all the time, becoming more alive. The longer they're here, they don't have to get, they don't have to be in some decrepit state. We're putting out a whole new message here. And this is so huge. It's, 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 it's more huge than we can even express in words on this show, as you know. People have well, to experience this. Go you've ahead. often talked about uh, ending suppression. Yes. And, and that really does, when people feel unsuppressed, I mean, that's, a, that's a, a big piece. You talk about it often. When people end suppression, they start looking and feeling better, and then they can go towards all these other things. They can try and capture every way there is to feel and look better that's right that's right they they take all the stops out they take i call it take the lid off <laughs> <laughs> you know but but you have to be again that's about an environment i mean we're an environment here together we encourage each other to take the lid off but most environments don't do that there's there's so many restrictions there's so many i mean for us we don't we have people as you know from all all backgrounds all walks of life and colors and and sexual preferences. We don't set down laws like that. The only real rule we have is don't die. <laughs> and, keep, keep, and, keep getting, and keep getting better and don't abuse each other, build each other's lives. You know, we have guidelines like that. We don't allow anybody to come in that room and, and be abusive to each other. We, move, we don't throw that person out. We, we move to change them. But if they can't change, well then they'll, they won't want to be, if they don't want to be in a really constructive and really inspirational uh, environment, well, they'll choose themselves not to be there. But we're focused on creating that kind of environment. So if people wanted to find out more, because we just we have just a few moments left. If people wanted to find out more, I've already given the website, peopleunlimitedinc.com. But let's say somebody was visiting Arizona. They were coming to Phoenix or Scottsdale or Tucson or, or Sedona, and they wanted to stop in. What would you recommend? Well, every Monday and Friday, we have events here. I recommend them just seeing for themselves. You know, we can talk about it, and they can believe it or not believe it. They need to come to one of our events. There's usually 150 or more people there at every Monday and Friday night interacting this way, uh, hearing immortal expressions and speaking, and we have music and dance, many beautiful things. Come and see for themselves what we're talking about here, who we are, and then make up their own minds. So every Monday and Friday night, 7.30 to 10, they can go on our website, like you gave, and thank you for giving that. See the uh, directions how to get there. Uh, they can also call our office number, which is uh, 480-683-2072. That's 480-683-2072. Talk to us personally. We're available. If we're not available at that time, we'll get back to them. But that's what we're about, too, is being available for each other. We have a lot of people who work with us in that way, too, to really give that personal touch. And you have your own radio show as well. So how can people tune into that? I think it's, yeah. is it um, 1100kfnx.com? Yeah. That's it. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. In fact, uh, they can log on to www.1100kfnx.com. And that's every Thursday night, uh, Arizona time uh, at 8 p.m. That's an hour show. And it's all about immortality. They can call in to that show too, make their comments. They can also email us at, at uh, feedback at peopleunlimitedinc.com and uh, give their comments on the show, be involved, and listen to a, the, the only show I know in the world right now that's actually speaking on physical immortality. 
Well, you've done a fantastic job. You really have done a, an amazing, uh, it's, it's an unending and it's somewhat <laughs> yes. earth shattering. It's mind blowing uh, yeah. job of, of, uh, gathering people from all over the planet who have come together to feel a new way and to live a new life on the planet. I, I, I don't know anybody else who could claim that. Yeah, yeah thank, that's right. thank you, Laurie. And thank you for your show, yeah, Laurie, thank you. And, and the work you do and for your tremendous contribution you make to all of us here. Well, you're so welcome. I, I loved uh, I love having you on the show. I, you know, and I love letting people know about you. You you're very unique and very, very special. The one thing I didn't touch on in the show, but I'm just going to leave it at the last point. Don't you think it's going to take a lot of money to live forever? People have to be really prosperous. <laughs> For sure. But, yeah. I, but I also think we have probably the biggest purpose on earth to create a lot of money to do that. <laughs> right. Well, I thank you so much, really. Yeah. I thank you, Jim Stroll and Bernadine, for being my guests today on Tantra Cafe. I loved having you once again. And I, I want to let people know that uh, next week I'm going to be interviewing a couple of people who do a lot of movement. They teach others to move their bodies and how that connects to their study of Tantra. They're both movement experts and specialists in their own way, and we're going to we're going to find out more about that. Actually, I'm thinking I'm going to invite them out here because they're so into movement. I think they would make a wonderful addition out here in Scottsdale uh, to to the physically immortal community. So, Jim and Bernie, thank you so much for being on my show today. Thank, thank you, you, Laurie. Laurie. We're with you forever. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. Thank and, you. Uh, so thank you, everybody. And, again, the whole show was brought to you by Silk. S-Y-L-K, personal lubricant. You can go to butterflyworkshops.com forward slash silk, S-Y-L-K, to order your lubricant or find out more about it. You can follow me on Facebook or Twitter. I look forward to the next time I'm with you. Thank you so much for tuning in to Tantra Cafe.